Packers insiders, let's bring in our guy. He is Lance Allen, today's TMJ4. Nobody works harder than this guy. Nobody. Hello, L.A. Lance! We got Lance Allen? What's going on with Lance Allen? I just said he's the hardest-working guy. Now he's off goofing off. I can hear you. I can hear you. Hey, there you are, partner. I couldn't hear you. How you doing? <laughs> Sorry about that. I don't know if there. Was hey, no problem. Whatever. So maybe, maybe somebody wanted to mute me for a change, John. You know, what I saying? doubt that. That's not me. That's for sure. Lance, thank you so much for being here. No problem. Hey, how much of a test is it going to be for this Packers secondary with Tremont Williams back there at safety? We know he's played it a little bit before. Maybe actually a better fit with the tools he has left. But will it be a challenge having a new guy back there replacing a guy who played almost one hundred percent of the snaps? I think it's going to be a little bit of a challenge, but I tell you what, and I think Greg would would probably agree with this or, and, and probably want to chime in on this. I remember distinctly talking to Tremont Williams in the preseason, and he went out of his way to say, you know, you, you always kind of catch up on where he's been of late. And he was quick to say, hey, with the Browns, I played at least three full games at safety, and I graded out as one of the best safeties in the league playing that position. And we saw it. With Charles Woodson, too. Sometimes cornerbacks who are extremely smart, like Charles and Tremont, when, when they lose maybe just a half a step or just a little bit of their speed, we're, we're all human. Once you get to be in your mid-30s, you're going to lose a little bit of a step. And their smarts are so good at safety that I honestly think once they kind of get the chemistry and cohesion and stuff like that, the Tremont Williams, I think, could be a very good safety. Well, it's interesting because it also removes him from run support. Now, I don't think that's a strength of Tremont's, and it leaves Kentrell Bryce uh, away from having to track down the ball in the deep secondary, also not a strength of his. So uh, Bryce probably does his best work near the line of scrimmage. Williams maybe down in the deep center field. I, I think it's the best they can do here, Lance. I, I don't think it's a perfect fix, but I think it's the best they can do. Not, not, yeah, not perfect, but I think they also have Whitehead in the mix. And I, and I think, you know, it doesn't look like Josh Jones really factors into this. So there you go. Okay. A second round pick and he, and all he's playing is special teams. I mean, that's kind of a, uh, not, not a great endorsement, so to speak. But I, I agree with you, Greg, that they, they don't have a ton of depth. And I think that was what was the concern. But Tremont Williams' ball skills are second to none. I, I think the guy still is a ball hawk and can make plays in the back end. And it, it probably, you know, haha Clinton Dix was a little bit inconsistent. We got to admit that, and, and I think the Packers just want to see more consistency. And I think Tremont Williams is a pretty consistent player. Lance, do you think the trades made this week, and even going back to draft day when they acquired a second first round pick, do you think those trades by Brian Gutekunst are an admission that the depth of this roster is not where it needs to be? Absolutely, I, I think absolutely, Greg. And, and you know, you see the you got the the two first rounders next year. You, you know, he just seems like he's always stockpiling picks. Uh, it seems like they're always kind of searching for depth at certain positions. I think absolutely it speaks to that. And I also think the trades to, to a little bit of an extent also speak to guys that are, you know, whatever, however you want to read into it, but just you know, with what HaHa Clinton Dick said earlier in the year about, Hey, I don't think I'm going to be here uh, beyond this year and the Ty Montgomery thing saying, I don't know what my role is. I think they want guys in the locker room that are fully bought into whatever they're doing, and I think that speaks to this as well. Who's going to return kicks? <laughs> well, that, that is the million-dollar question. I, I, I mean, if you've got any uh, suggestions or if you still got some speed in those legs from those Oshkosh days, Greg, they may, they may call you up this Sunday. Um, 
that is a concern. Uh, I don't think that di- the, the return game has been exactly dynamic, so to speak, and they've really missed Trevor Davis. It seems kind of crazy to say that, but Trevor Davis, I think, is one of those guys that can flip the field, and, and I do think that that's, that is a position of concern that you, okay, you don't need a game-breaker back there, but you've got to make sure that you got to have a guy that's, that secures the ball, and obviously they didn't feel that way with what Ty Montgomery did, but you've got to have a guy who's, who, who's not giving the other team extra possessions. That's, that's for sure. As we look at the matchup here, I know a lot is going to be made of the quarterback matchup. Do you see this being a game that is pretty high scoring? I feel like, you know, defensively the the Patriots are okay, the Packers are okay, but I feel like the offenses here can maybe do a little work. Yeah, no doubt. And it usually seems like I don't know why if the Sunday night factor has anything to do with it, Greg, but it just always seems like those games are a little bit more high scoring. And I do think that both quarterbacks are going to be kind of a little bit pumped up to show their wares. Uh, you know, on the national stage. So, yeah, I think it, it, it bodes well for one of those. And it's the current state of the NFL, too, that even a well-played defensive game, like the Packers, I thought, played fairly well overall against the Rams, and it was still a 29-27 game. So, yeah, I think probably both teams get into the low 30s, and it'll be a relatively close game once again, like it was against the Rams. Lance, what'd you dress up as for Halloween? John Mercure, because I wanted to be the most interesting man in radio. <laughs> That was a handsome costume you had on. <laughs> the hair was phenomenal, but I, I, wish, I wish they had a webcam in the studio to see how awesome your TV hair still is to this day. That's so nice of you. Not only are you the hardest-working guy, you're clearly the smartest guy in television. Going to be a tight game, you think, this weekend, Lance? Are you buying into the spread? What do you think it's going to look like? I, I think it's going to be another. Now, i got to get off the fence. i got to admit it, John. I was this way last week with the Rams. Yeah. I thought they were. I thought it was going to be an extremely close game, and at least they had a shot of winning it. And I was pretty close to accurate. I couldn't quite take the leap of faith to say they were definitely going to win. I think it's the same thing. I think it's going to be extremely close, and if they have maybe one or two things go their way, they can win this game. They, they've played New England very competitively in the past. I think they can do it again, but it's just those little things are not doing right that cost them victory. Yeah. Lance Allen, he's a genius. Thanks for being with us, Lance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll talk to you later, buddy. Society. Yeah, you got it, buddy. <laughs>